welcome to the Nightside Podcast. I'm your host Troy, aka Nightside PI, and on today's episode, I'm going to go ahead and be talking about VR. That's right, I have my very first extended time with VR, and I am very excited to talk about it, uh, so please join me as I talk about Nightsiders, I'm really excited for you to be able to join uh, to join me on this episode here, um, mostly because I feel like I haven't really had um, kind of a new perspective on any given kind of new technologies that have been coming out. I mean, you obviously heard the intro of what I'm going to be talking about, but I've been hankering to try and get my hands on some new consoles, and they're just obviously not coming up here Um it, really a lot of places so I decided to um, take a, a big step and uh, get a VR headset and uh, for those of you who don't know VR virtual reality um, is a uh, new way I feel like to, to play games and it's still it still has its ups and downs but I I just like with any gaming news, I always pay attention and, and uh, kind of see how has that technology been developing. And I've always been wanting to get into it, but there's always been a pretty pretty big bar of entry, um, usually with having a very powerful PC to be able to run all that um, as well. So um, being not a PC person myself and mostly consoles, uh, that left me really with only one other option currently with our um, uh, with VR in, in a console space, and that's with PlayStation. And since I, I hadn't heard much of really any positive um, positivity in the VR space with PlayStation, I and one I also don't have one, um, would be another good case of why I didn't get it, was, um, you know, kind of just... I was waiting for Xbox, in all honesty, to kind of make that move, and it looked like they had, at one point, uh, started to go down that route with the, um, I believe it's Smart Glass, HoloLens, excuse me, HoloLens, and um, that seems to be more of, uh, less of a gaming implication now, and more of um, a training and uh, educational tool, which I, I'm all for, I'm, I'm glad that that still is happening, and I think that the direction that uh, Microsoft has ta- uh, has taken in regards to games is still really, really um, uh, amicable, uh, being that they are uh, focused solely on the, the games and all the access to games, um, whereas I feel like Sony has uh, been more of a focus now on the feel of your games and, and feeling like you're, you're there with that experience. Um, you know, present with their VR and, and even with the um, with the new controllers. With uh, DualSense, so I know that with Sony they are in that type of space and wanting to to delve more into it but especially again with it being a um 
hard space to get into when you don't have a PC. I was paying attention more to the standalone VR versions, which usually limited your options to, you know, uh, something that can hold your phone and acts as VR. It was good up until a point, but ultimately, I, I most of the gimmicks wore off pretty quickly, and so it became very hard to really invest in that type of option. That is until Oculus, excuse me, Oculus came about. And I had always uh, been paying attention to Oculus um, even before they were acquired by Facebook and uh, in their early stages of development. And this was really just a device that was um, always kind of on my radar. So um, I was just kind of just waiting for that right moment to, to really uh, dive into it. And um, that moment came with Oculus Quest 2. Uh, this is a standalone VR headset with controllers. Um, it does not require a PC. It can connect to PCs to go ahead and get an additional uh, VR boost and, and being able to, to really do that. But this was from all accounts on reviews and ratings and everything like that from uh, trusted sites. It was what could get you into VR um, that uh, was a really good uh, barrier for anyone to, to get into this space. And so I, I, I viewed that as my clear option and gateway to get in here because I think it was close to about, I want to say, four years ago now. Um, I went to a... Uh, gaming convention here in uh, Portland, Oregon, and it was called Betacon. And it was very, very small, mostly just kind of indie developers there, and um, had a few VR headsets. So that was my very first taste into a VR space and uh, interacting with things and, and have it be a really, really cool experience. So um, I, I didn't uh, I, I, for the longest while, uh, just didn't do anything else with uh, VR and just kind of, it seemed to die off a little bit, but I did always pay attention to VR games and what was really still making splashes, that being of Beat Saber and Half-Life Alex and um, all these things that were really getting me interested to really get into the VR space. So when I decided to make the choice because there was a, a few design factors uh, with going Oculus Quest, obviously one of which, w uh, Oculus Quest 2, excuse me, one of which obviously was being that it is a standalone VR uh, headset that is uh, very, very well done, doesn't require your phone or anything else like that. As a side note, you do have an app that you do download, but that's kind of more of the helpful storefronts and just kind of navigations when you're not in the, the VR headset. Um, so I do like that. But um, two was that uh, this was an, an affordable VR headset, which normally... Um, doesn't doesn't come up it's it's usually a very expensive um wires and uh motion trackers and all these uh, different pieces of equipment that you need to get so um it was very interesting to um see that the they were able to boil it all down to the headset and the hands uh and the controller excuse me uh, to, to really get into this uh, VR space. And so I 
I was automatically just, all right, I'm, I'm down for this. I think this is going to be where I need to be. And it's the price that still sold me, which was for the 64 megabyte, or sorry, gigabyte, excuse me, uh, memory space. You're looking at $299 retail um, for the 256 gigabyte um, uh, bigger memory. It's just $100 more at $399. So I did decide to go ahead and get just a slightly bigger memory space. I didn't know why, but I figured that might work. That is probably my one area that I would redo. Um, I think that this is a great VR system that you can just have a smaller memory base on. Um, I, as far as I can tell, a lot of the games don't require a huge download base. It's not like modern games where, you know, one game can be pretty much 50 gigabytes and, you know, and that's, you know, half of your game. So, um, I would say that the, the smaller memory is completely okay for um, even even avid gamers as well too. Um, I feel like that there would be plenty of memory space for given the variety of games that they have out there. Um, and that brings me to my next point. Um, a lot of the games that I was seeing um, were going to be compatible um, or are compatible with uh, Quest 2. There are a, a few handful of games that um, still are uh, on um, HTC Vive and Steam has their own uh, one as well too. I don't know if that's the, the Vive, but um, there are other uh VR sets that um, are capable of games such as Half-Life Alex that uh, Oculus Quest is not capable of doing. It just it and understandably it doesn't have the the capacity to I think do all of uh, all of that especially at even a high graphics fidelity. So there is a little bit of a give and take um, you know with that, but that's again where I do. Uh, see the value in the quest uh too is that you can hook this up to a pc um there's i think a 75 or 60 dollar um cord uh usb c that will connect to it and um help with the uh, uh the computing power that it needs to process bigger games and you're able to go on i believe it's uh oculus rift uh games which run at a bit higher quality and and uh, require a bit more um you know, uh, CPU. So I think that, uh, it's, it's headed in the right direction. I think there is a recent announcement as well too, that it's going to be including, uh, uh, capabilities to, uh, to get that, uh, PC boost without having the cord. I, I will report a little bit more on that as, as time goes on now that I'm getting a little bit more into this space, but I, uh, I'm seeing that there's a lot of there's a lot more support that's going behind this uh, now, and it's it's kind of solidifying itself a little bit more into this uh, area. I don't got I know I got just a little bit off topic, but I wanted to circle back to the video games. Um, what are you able to play in Oculus Quest Two? And that's um, quite a bit still. Uh, one of the major ones is Beat Saber, which I think across the board, if you ever do any review search, any um, um, anything really in, involving VR and uh, Beat Saber, you're going to get uh, probably a billion and one results because this is uh, what 
a game like this was made for br um and simply put it's a rhythm music game where um you have two lightsaber like i won't say they're they're lightsaber like um but essentially you have cubes that uh move towards you in this vr space and you cut them down uh, to the rhythm of the music and it's kind of like a dance game um uh the other thing i do like as a feature of the oculus is that it does uh let you know the calories that you're burning and how much time uh, you're spending in this space so if you want to set a kind of goal slash limit for yourself that's definitely uh, there for you to do. So I do I do appreciate that. And all you have to do to look and see if you've hit those is, is slightly look up and you'll see a little uh, indicator of where you're at for those. So I, I, I really do appreciate that. And this is a game where you can make it into a workout. But I think what is the most impressive about Beat Saber is the amount of customi- uh, customization you have within playing that game so you can up the difficulty make it um, as uh, easy as possible you don't have to uh, usually the boxes will have a direction where you have to swing the uh, saber you can turn that off and it's just hit just any of the boxes but um i love the varying difficulties and i can see why it got so much praise and uh, continued support as well too it seems like they they are continuing to add uh, more and more songs and even music uh, packs that you can buy as well too i think there's panic at the disco and imagine dragons and timberland so there's quite a few different options of um getting into uh beat saber that i think that is probably going to be my top game that i'm going to be continuing to play uh the next game that i'm going to be uh, that technically is the first game that i had bought once i got the oculus and had been a game that I had always wanted to get into is the uh, Super Hot VR edition. And uh, for those of you who don't know what Super Hot is, is a um, first-person shooter puzzle game. And when in that, what I mean is that your uh, character um, is tasked with uh, shooting uh, these uh, red almost what I would say human glass figures that try and shoot you and and uh pretty much it's a one-hit kill if they get to you but in uh this game time only moves when your character moves so I thought that that was going to be uh especially when seeing it in VR a very interesting concept and so far I gotta say I, I do enjoy it there are some some difficulties with trying to move around not that the the i i gotta say for vr tracking everything that this uh system does it does really well it clearly deserves the praise that it got um but that that particular game just requires a little bit more of flexibility and moving around within uh, a given space and um i like it and and it's still fun but it's still uh, there's still some difficulties there's been some times where it it will restart kind of a section that you're you're trying to go through so it can get really really annoying when you're playing through the same sections over and over and over again and even just kind of one little thing just kind of disrupts that so like i said it 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 takes some getting used to and as far as being a no nauseous type of game 
it, it is low on that scale for me. Um, I didn't feel any kind of nausea coming in uh, to most of most of the things, but extended periods of time do tend to to kind of start feeling that way. At least with the headset being feeling like it's maybe a little bit heavy. I also, as an addendum, have glasses, and it does come with a glasses spacer, but I feel like that only works so well so um take that as you will i'm i'm gonna be looking at some uh, additional uh, paraphernalia to help me out with that but uh even with glasses on i'm still able to 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 do a good uh um, gaming session for probably 15 to maybe 20 minutes before I feel like I need to kind of take a break not again from nausea but just kind of the the headset wearing down on you a little bit so uh that uh being said brings me to my last game now not necessarily uh that it's my least liked but it's the one that I haven't spent the most time with but I feel like it it is going to be something that I I do spend a lot of time with and it's called Time Shift, uh, uh, made by Oculus Studios as well, too. So what the basic premise is, is kind of a cartoony, humory puzzle solver in space. Um, and what happens is you'll be given this area to kind of interact things, but uh, time is slowed down to just a very, very small crawl. Um, so that way it kind of gives you time to interact with, with things as it's, as it's going on. And what I can speak of is at least in the first, um, uh, section and, uh, what I played was trying to prevent certain objects from hitting robots and, and, uh, grabbing in this case, champagne bottles and uncorking it and then using it as a rocket to, to move, uh, the objects away. And so I, I really enjoyed that, and it kind of reminded me back to kind of the tech demo that you get um, with this game, and um, once beforehand, where you actually do play with like some rockets and and uh, laser guns and things like that to kind of give you the the ropes of of the VR space that you're in. So I really do think that there's um, a lot to that game, and I'm excited to go back into it. So I think the three games that I have given myself are a really good uh, baseline for the games and, or like the, the fun the fun activities that you can really do in this VR space. Uh, I did give this also over to my uh, darling wife who um, was worried about uh, doing a VR and getting nauseous and I, I know that that's a huge criticism criticism as well too. Uh, and and to her credit, she did get a little nauseous uh, when trying to move around or dance around uh, with the tech demo. So, but she was doing fine with just kind of standing still and interacting with different things and, and looking around. So, um, like I said, there, there's definitely varying levels of, um, you know, kind of comfort when it comes to games. And I do like that in the uh, store, uh, Oculus store, they have uh, rated uh, games based on comfort, comfortability, and um, I, I do like that that is one of the critiques that they take into consideration for this. 
So I, in wrapping this up here, say that uh, it is totally worth getting into a VR space if you um, have the means to. I think that um, one additional barrier of entry is uh, making sure that you have the space uh, for a VR space, uh, VR headset. Um, now, I have a living room with pets, um, and so you would think that that's, especially for me, uh, one of my major concerns was having pets roam around and, and kind of getting in your way, but I feel like a lot, especially with a lot of the games that I have been playing, I I don't have to move my body a whole lot. Um, um, I'm luckily just kind of, if a lot of games offer a teleport mechanism where you can just point to where you want to go to and then interact with the objects, you know, within where you're standing. So it, it is helpful to know that there are games like that. Even the, the game that I played, which was uh, the the time shift game uh, gave me a warning of requiring a, a six a re, re, recommending excuse me not requiring a six by a six and a half by six and a half play feet uh, play area which I'm just a little bit under um, for my living room space um, that I'm giving it but um, the main thing is that it is oh how should I say um, it it does uh, create this area for you to play. So in setup, uh, when uh, everything is getting started here, you uh, are able to see the uh, room because the uh, uh, the VR headset has cameras on, four cameras actually on uh, the outside, two on the top, two on the bottom. So um, in this uh, VR, you're able to see your environment it, it doesn't give a very clear image it's it's black and white and and you're able to see some details but ultimately it's able to to figure out your environment and where where you're standing what's going on so i i haven't tested this yet but if something is going into your space here um i i don't know it, it hasn't warned me yet but you do create a, what's called kind of like a play area and you essentially just digitally draw a circle um, around the area where you want to make sure there's nothing around. I want to, I don't, if I'm moving, I don't want to go past this area. And so it's very, very helpful, especially in the VR space and, and knowing, hey, am I going too, too far over to one side? And within the game, you can see that barrier start to come up. If you go outside that barrier, then it starts showing you, you know, hey, your, your environment that you're kind of moving into so that that way you can um you know essentially it's it's like exiting out of that uh vr space if you need to which is very very helpful um with i i, I had no idea how they were going to be able to handle that i kind of went into that area just a little bit more blind um excuse the pun for vr but um i think that this does a very good job of uh, giving you your boundary to work with no matter what the space is and um, being able to kind of adjust it uh, as you need to go along. The headset itself uh, is comfortable up for, for a little bit, but I think 
after a time, you do have to take it off to give yourself at least a little bit of a rest on the forehead and, and the face area. It, it can get to be a, a bit much at times. So I think all in all, if I had to score this, given that I do not have a lot of whole previous experience with VR, I think it's like a 9 out of 10. There's hardly anything I can fault on this. Um, and most of the things that you can such as the, um, the heavy weight of it or the uh, motion sickness are, are mostly all solved by uh, kind of tweaks and adjustment for yourself. So I, I got to say that it's an uh, amazing uh, piece of equipment. If you ever get the chance to uh, get it, please do. I think that you don't have to have uh, too much of a, a huge space, but I think if you have at least five feet to work in almost any direction you can have a fairly good experience six would probably be ideal six and a half clearly but i think that even at that point you're you're still gonna have plenty of room and um uh, especially watching out for games where you're swinging your arms just making sure no one's within those areas when you do that luckily no accidents yet and i will report if anything does come up but um for now thank you for joining me in the night side um i want to say as a little bit of addendum i felt very odd because uh in the sense that with I, I love Ready Player One, and this is kind of that initial step into that area, and I feel like um, we're getting just a little bit closer, and I've had some very odd moments of being outside of VR, and then looking at my hands in, in almost a very odd uh, video gamey way now. So I uh, <laughs> I gotta say, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting, and I see why there is sometimes a, a time limit you can't constantly make this as your one gaming machine i will not make it my one gaming machine for sure uh i am definitely going to be still investing in my xbox and microsoft and um there's there's no question about that um standard games are still my preferred method that's always that's always going to be the case but i think now that we have the opportunity to really explore some vr games and invest in that space um Oculus has given you the opportunity to do that. I hate to say it is done by by Facebook, so you do have to have a Facebook account, so there is that addendum. But um, other than that, as far as a pure technology standpoint and from a gamer standpoint, I am thoroughly impressed and uh, really enjoying this. I was, uh, again, a little bit concerned with um, am I going to have enough games, and there's still, there's still some some areas where I feel like um, they can get some more games but one thing I do like is that there is a daily deal for games and it's usually knocking down by about 20% so um, if you have an eye on a game and uh, the sale comes up I say snag it because it's it's worth it so uh, I think uh, now we can officially wrap up this uh, part of the uh, night side I want to thank you to all my listeners for tuning in and uh, joining me on this VR experience. Um, It was very special. Sorry, that was a horrible pun, but uh, I had to go with it. Uh, If you would like to follow me, I uh, post my new episodes through um, anchor.fm, which will then post it to pretty much anything else uh, that you listen to, whether that be Spotify 
Apple, I, iTunes, all that fun jazz. Um, literally, wherever you listen to podcasts, you can uh, hear me. And that's thanks to anchor.fm. Uh, I highly recommend if you are thinking about getting into a podcasting space, please, please look into anchor.fm. It's a very easy to record, mix, and publish your uh, your podcast through this app. It's done either through phone or through your uh, computer, so it's very adjustable. I've been using this app, I think now for probably, oh, um, how long I've been doing this? At least three years. Let's, let's go with that. Um, and it hasn't let me down since I haven't seen anything else that has done a better jobs of, um, getting you into a podcasting space. Uh, again, that's anchor.fm and, uh, please give it a look if you are ever wanting to consider getting into podcasting. Uh, you can follow me on my social media. That's uh, on Twitter at NightsidePI. Um, my, um, all my other media, you can usually find me at NightsidePI or uh, NightsideWelcome. Uh, that's my at Gmail. And also, um, welcome to the Nightside uh, on Anchor.fm if you do want to go ahead and leave a message. Um, But again, thank you for listening. I appreciate your uh, patronage. And if you'd like me to talk about any uh, subjects, uh, especially for video games, I'm very knowledgeable and um, can go ahead and provide that. But uh, till next time, welcome to the night side. Mm